section twenty two of orpheus in mayfair and other stories and sketches this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. orpheus in mayfair and other stories and sketches by maurice barring section twenty two the icon Farrell was an intellectual and he prided himself on that fact at cambridge he had narrowly missed being a senior wrangler and his principal study there had been lunar theory but when he came down from cambridge for good being a man of some means he travelled for a year he was an honorary attache at one of the big embassies he finally settled in london with a vague idea of some day writing a magnum opus about the stupidity of mankind for he had come to the conclusion by the age of twenty-five that all men were stupid irreclaimably irredeemably stupid that everything was wrong that all literature was really bad all art much overrated and all music tedious in the long run the years slipped by and he never began his magnum opus he joined a literary club instead and discussed the current topic of the day sometimes he wrote a short article never in the daily press which he despised nor in the reviews for he never wrote anything as long as a magazine article but in a literary weekly he would express in weary and polished phrases the unemphatic boredom or the mitigated approval with which the works of his fellow-men inspired him he was the kind of man who had nothing in him you could positively dislike but to whom you could not talk for five minutes without having a vague sensation of blight things seemed to shrivel up in his presence as though they had been touched by an insidious east wind a subtle frost a secret chill he never praised anything though he sometimes condescended to approve the faint puffs of blame in which he more generally indulged were never sharp or heavy but were like the smoke rings of a cigarette which a man indolently smoking blows from time to time up to the ceiling he lived in rooms in the temple they were comfortably not luxuriously furnished a great many french books french was the only modern language worth reading he used to say a few modern german etchings a low turkish divan and some egyptian antiquities made up the furniture of his two sitting-rooms above all things he despised greek art it was he said decadent the egyptians and the germans were in his opinion the only people who knew anything about the plastic arts whereas the only music he could endure was that of the modern french school over his chimney-piece there was a large german landscape in oils called imvolde it represented a wood at twilight in the autumn and if you looked at it carefully and for a long time you saw that the objects depicted were meant to be trees from which the leaves were falling but if you looked at the picture carelessly and from a distance it looked like a man of war on a rough sea for which it was frequently taken much to Farrell's annoyance one day an artist friend of his presented him with a small chinese god made of crystal he put this on his chimney-piece 
it was on the evening of the day on which he received this gift that he dined together with a friend named sledge who had travelled much in eastern countries at his club after dinner they went to ferrell's rooms to smoke and to talk he wanted to show sledge his antiquities which consisted of three large egyptian statuettes a small green egyptian god and the chinese idol which had lately been given sledge who was a middle-aged bearded man frank and unconventional examined the antiquities with care pronounced them to be genuine and singled out for special praise the crystal god your things are very good he said very good but don't you really mind having all these things about you why should i mind asked ferrell well you have travelled a good deal haven't you yes said ferrell i have travelled i have been as far east as nijni novgorod to see the fair and as far west as lisbon i suppose said sledge you were a long time in greece and italy no said ferrell i've never been to greece greek art distresses me all classical art is a mistake and a superstition talking of superstition said sledge you've never been to the far east have you no ferrell answered egypt is eastern enough for me and cannot be bettered well said sledge i've been in the far east i've lived there many years i'm not a superstitious man but there is one thing i would not do in any circumstances whatsoever and that is to keep in my sitting-room the things you have got there but why asked ferrell well said sledge nearly all of them have come from the tombs of the dead and some of them are gods such things may have attached to them heaven knows what spooks and spirits ferrell shut his eyes and smiled a faint seraphic smile my dear boy he said you forget this is the twentieth century and you answered sledge forget that the things you have here were made before the twentieth century b c you don't seriously mean said ferrell that you attach any importance to these he hesitated children's stories suggested sledge ferrell nodded i've lived long enough in the east said sledge to know that the sooner you learn to believe children's stories the better i am afraid then said ferrell with civil tolerance that our points of view are too different for us to discuss the matter and they talked of other things until late into the night just as sledge was leaving ferrell's rooms and had said good night he paused by the chimney-piece and pointing to the tiny icon which was lying on it asked what is that oh that's nothing said ferrell only a small icon i bought for two pence at the fair of nijni novgorod sledge said good night again but when he was on the stairs he called back in any case remember one thing the east is east and west is west don't mix your deities ferrell had not the slightest idea what he was alluding to nor did he care he dismissed the matter from his mind the next day he spent in the country returning to london late in the evening as he entered his rooms the first thing which met his eye was that his great picture Imvolde, which he considered to be one of the few products of modern art 
that a man who respected himself could look at without positive pain in the eyes had fallen from its place over the chimney-piece to the floor in front of the fender and the glass was shattered into a thousand fragments he was much vexed he sought the cause of the accident the nail was a strong one and it was still in its place the picture had been hung by a wire the wire seemed strong also and was not broken he concluded that the picture must have been badly balanced and that a sudden shock such as a door banging had thrown it over he had no servant in his rooms and when he had gone out that morning he had locked the door so that no one could have entered his rooms during his absence next morning he sent for a frame-maker and told him to mend the frame as soon as possible to make the wire strong and to see that the picture was firmly fixed on the wall in two or three days time the picture returned and was once more hung on the wall over the chimney-piece immediately above the little crystal chinese god Farrell supervised the hanging of the picture in person he saw that the nail was strong and firmly fixed in the wall he took care that the wire left nothing to be desired and was properly attached to the rings of the picture the picture was hung early one morning that day he went to play golf he returned at five o'clock and again the first thing which met his eye was the picture it had again fallen down and this time it had brought with it in its fall the small chinese god which was broken in two the glass had again been shattered to bits and the picture itself was somewhat damaged everything else on the chimney-piece that is to say a few match-boxes and two candlesticks had also been thrown to the ground everything with the exception of the little icon he had bought at nijni novgorod a small object about two inches square on which two saints were pictured this still rested in its place against the wall Ferrell investigated the disaster the nail was in its place in the wall the wire at the back of the picture was not broken or damaged in any way the accident seemed to him quite inexplicable he was greatly annoyed the chinese god was a valuable thing he stood in front of the chimney-piece contemplating the damage with a sense of great irritation to think that everything should have been broken except this beastly little icon he said to himself i wonder whether that was what sledge meant when he said i should not mix my deities next morning he sent again for the frame-maker and abused him roundly the frame-maker said he could not understand how the accident had happened the nail was an excellent nail the picture mr ferrell must admit had been hung with great care before his very eyes and under his own direct and personal supervision what more could be done it's something to do with the balance said Farrell. i told you that before the picture is half spoiled now the frame-maker said the damage would not show once the glass was repaired and took the picture away again to mend it a few days later it was brought back two men came to fix it this time steps were brought and the hanging lasted about twenty minutes nails were put under the picture it was hung by a double wire all accidents in the future seemed guarded against the following morning ferrell telephoned to sledge and asked him to dine with him 
sledge was engaged to dine out that evening but said that he would look in at the temple late after dinner ferrell dined alone at the club he reached his rooms about half past nine he made a blazing fire and drew an armchair near it he lit a cigarette made some turkish coffee and took down a french novel every now and then he looked up at his picture no damage was visible it looked he thought as well as ever in the place of the chinese idol he had put his little green egyptian god on the chimney-piece the candlesticks and the icon were still in their places after all thought ferrell i did wrong to have any chinese art in the place at all egyptian things are the only things worth having it is a lesson to me not to dabble with things out of my period after he had read for about quarter of an hour he fell into a doze sledge arrived at the rooms about half-past ten and an ugly sight met his eyes there had been an accident the picture over the chimney-piece had fallen down right on ferrell his face was badly cut they put ferrell to bed and his wounds were seen to and everything that was necessary was done a nurse was sent for to look after him and sledge decided to stay in the house all night after all the arrangements had been made the doctor before he went away said to sledge he will recover all right he's not in the slightest danger but i don't know who it is to break the news to him what is that asked sledge he will be quite blind said the doctor then the doctor went away and sledge sat down in front of the fire the broken glass had been swept up the picture had been placed on the oriental divan and as sledge looked at the chimney-piece he noticed that the little icon was still in its place something caught his eye just under the low fender in front of the fireplace he bent forward and picked up the object it was ferrell's green egyptian god which had been broken into two pieces end of section twenty two